0: Why do we turn our big visions for fulfillment, love, joy, and success into smaller versions of those things? Why do we settle for less while we want more? Do you remember the Reader's Digest books? They take a novel and condense it into 75 to 100 pages. You got the gist of the story without the good parts. We settle for less while wanting more, and while we don't like it or the results, there are reasons why we do it. And I'm going to talk about those in today's High Vibes Living podcast. what does it mean to settle? It actually means to be satisfied with, but we put it in a much different context. To settle usually means to accept less than what we originally wanted. For example, in the law, a settlement is reached when the defendant agrees to a plaintiff's terms to avoid a lengthy court battle or trial. When they do that, they're actually afraid that they're going to lose, so they're willing to settle and avoid the trial. When we settle on a home purchase, we agree on a price and sign the documents. When we settle in our lives, we accept a smaller or lesser solution rather than what we say we want. And that's how we describe it. But is that true? We have to be able to envision an outcome before we can align with and integrate it. So when we say we settle, we are actually allowing ourselves what we believe we can have not what we may be able to get if we expand further into our field of potential. In all the cases of settling I've seen this is true and this is what I've shared with clients and I remember this is a direct quote from my radio show and from an article I wrote in 2008. The reason you're not manifesting what you want is because you're so afraid it won't happen That you're willing to settle for what you think you can get. This is true. It's a little more complicated than that and although the common thread in settling is the consequence or result of bringing new energy and new potentials into our life. And there are three basic reasons why we do this. And I'll list the top three here based on several decades of working with clients. And a lot of these come from my radio show. If you remember, I had a blog talk radio show from 2008 to 2016. And I used to get callers. And when it came to manifesting, this was a common theme among them. And I'll share some of those stories with you. So the first reason why we settle is there are negative consequences to the result. Now, we see these as negative consequences. And, and here's a story of a caller into the Blog Talk radio show. And I've shared this story so many times because it's such a good example of this. So somebody called in and said they were looking for a new car. Anytime they would make an appointment to see a car, they'd get to there and the car had already been sold. And This had happened like four or five times and she was getting a little frustrated. So she's asking me about this new car and when is she going to get the car because she really needed a car. And I paused for a moment and I said, why are you looking at Toyotas when you really want a Mercedes? And there was a pause at the other end of the line. And she said, well, because my family's helping me out financially and I don't want them to think I'm wasting their money or spending it foolishly. Good reason. But it was also the reason why she wasn't able to manifest this car so she was settling for what she thought her family or other people would think was acceptable based on her financial situation instead of getting what she really wanted now for the price of a newer Toyota she could have gotten an older Mercedes and the cost would have been comparable they are cars that historically last a very long time and are pretty reliable But it was the optics, it was the perception that she wanted to avoid. So she was settling based on what she thought others would find acceptable. Number two, we sabotage our efforts to avoid something else. Now I have a great story for this, but think about how you sabotage your efforts to avoid something else. And one of the big things that I see in this area is people who feel they have obligations or commitments to others or who will be held to obligations or commitments. If I get a job, if I do this, then I'm expected to do something for somebody else. So while I can't say no and I can't set boundaries around that, I just will make sure that nothing happens. I'll settle for far less so that I don't have to address this other issue that I just don't want to address. I had a client call because she wasn't winning the lottery. Now, she had been a very strong lottery winner. She was just lucky and won the lottery all the time, won thousands and thousands of dollars. And then all of a sudden, she quit winning the lottery. I asked her, what happened right before you stopped winning the lottery? There's something that happened right before that, decision you made or a choice you made or a discussion you had, that's connected. And she thought for a moment and said, oh, my mother wants me to give her half of all my lottery winnings and I said why and she said well I'm not sure but she needs the money and and she wants me to help her out so I agreed to give her half of all my winnings and I said well that's very noble but it's certainly not acceptable is it after that that you stopped winning the lottery and she said you know that's right I haven't won the lottery since then And I said, because you don't want to give your mother half your winnings, which there's no reason for you to, but rather than having this difficult conversation and confronting her and telling her that her demands for half of your money are completely ridiculous, you're solving the problem by not winning the lottery. So you're actually settling for less than what you're capable of to avoid a difficult conversation that you don't feel capable of having at the moment. So she had the conversation and she started winning the lottery again and no her mother did not get half of everything she made and then there's the third option and is the cost is too high and we have a fear of success why would we have a fear of success because success changes us it changes our lives it changes what we're capable of it also changes what other people expect of us or may demand of us It also puts us in a whole different energetic paradigm as far as the people we know are concerned so i had a client that i was coaching to start a business he loves sports and he has this head for sports statistics sports figures anything related to sports he's on it he had started doing an online video sportscast it got really popular He was in a position where he could grow his business. He had the potential to get contracts, to get sponsors, and to start making some serious money with it. And we had a discussion about what path he wanted to take. And he says, first, I need to make sure that I'm not more successful than my friends. Now, his friends weren't very successful people, but he wanted to not change too much of his life. He was willing to settle on his success because he wanted certain aspects of his life to remain the same. He wanted to keep his friends. He wanted to keep his lifestyle. He wanted to not get so successful that his friends thought he just wasn't in their league anymore. So he settled for less. He didn't pursue the contracts, didn't pursue the financial advantages. He didn't pursue many of the things he could have done. Because his big fear was that his friends would reject him because now he was famous or he had more money than they did and he was more successful than they were. Now this was in his head, but there was probably some basis for that at some point. Nonetheless, he settled for far less than he was capable of because this was his criteria. I don't want to be more successful than my friends. And that is exactly what he told me. In all the cases of settling I've seen with clients over the years, this is true. We accept less than what we say we want because we're afraid that there's going to be a cost. There will be some kind of consequence. There will be something else that we have to accept as part of this larger picture of success and larger picture of manifesting something. So have you ever settled for what you thought you could get instead of being willing to let something unfold fully to express a new potential for your life? And you're probably going to say yes. And you're probably going to think of the relationship you settle for or the job you settle for or the life situation you settle for and thought, oh, why did I do that? Well, how do you avoid the temptation of settling for less than what you ask for? Because that's what it is. There's a moment of decision where we have to look at the fork in the road and say, okay, I'm going to move forward into this unknown territory and maybe I'll be wildly successful and my life will be changed forever and I'll have to deal with that. Or maybe I'll just take this more comfortable option of allowing a little bit of change because that's what I'm ready for and the rest will just have to be for later. There's no judgment here. You can't judge whether or not you're feeling good about change and feeling good about bringing huge transformation into your life this isn't a contest it's also not a competition to see how much you can challenge yourself to change because there are three things to consider when you look at settling and if you think you've settled you've done one of these three. First, every transformation comes with a cost and a price The cost could be leaving something behind or leaving someone behind, changing our life in a significant way, or disappointing the people in our lives. And when I say disappointing, I don't mean that they're particularly disappointed, or they have expectations of us that we aren't going to be able to meet, or there are certain things they want that we simply aren't going to be able to do for them. So they'll be disappointed, but that's another topic for another podcast The thing is, we create this limitation because we can't pay that cost. The price we have to pay is our willingness to allow that to happen. And sometimes the price is too high, it's too scary, or we just aren't ready. And that's when we settle. Now, don't ignore the fact that this is a discussion you have with yourself every time you look at some kind of transformation. You have this internal discussion about the cost and the price and what it means to you and are you ready and are you going to let this happen? What beliefs have to change? What has to stay? What has to go? Who's going to be disappointed? This is a discussion that happens rapid fire in your brain while you're looking at whether or not you can tackle this transformation or not. So every transformation comes with a cost and a price. And if we don't feel we can pay it, then we will settle for something less. Number two, the fear of abandonment and rejection is very real, and that's one of the reasons why we settle. While we may want to make a change, our fear of how others respond to our transformation compels us to make an acceptable compromise that keeps us in their good graces. We justify our settling by telling ourselves we need those relationships, and if we're willing to settle, that's actually true. So if you're afraid that Again, as my client had done when he had his sports casting business ready to take off and he decided, no, he wasn't going to do that. The fear of abandonment by his friends or rejection by them was far greater than his desire to reach out into a potential that was basically a virtual unknown for him. He didn't know what was going to be part of that potential, but he did know about his friends and the people in his life and he wanted to stay close to them. It's interesting that I think he knew intuitively that reaching that level of success was going to have that kind of effect on his friendships, which doesn't say a lot about his friends, right? Number three, if we aren't ready to align with and integrate a new potential that takes us way out of our comfort zone, we'll settle for something less. Now, remember, as I always say about comfort zones, and I've been saying this for a long time, your comfort zone is not where you're comfortable. Your comfort zone is where you are surrounded by what's familiar. So your comfort zone could be friends, family, a work situation, a life situation, living in a house you've lived in for 20 years, living in a town you've lived in all your life. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you're really uncomfortable there, but it's your comfort zone. It's what you know. It's what's familiar to you. And in order to make any kind of transformation and not settle to allow the vision to fully unfold, we need to be willing to leave our comfort zone and to step out of it and expand into a new reality. So we may blame this on someone else or something else, like we need to be there for someone or we need to finish something or somebody needs us or we find fault with what we want to manifest. Oh, I didn't want that anyway. Oh, it wasn't the right thing for me. Oh, it just didn't work out. I knew that it wasn't going to happen that way. We'll use that to justify the fact that we just sabotaged our own transformation by settling for far less because we just aren't ready. The truth is that while we want a change and we say we want to change what we aren't ready for is the alignment and the integration and then the cost and the price that this will extract from us but there's another aspect to settling one that we don't like to acknowledge and one that if you asked anybody about it they would maybe acknowledge it but they'd hide their eyes and their voice would go down they would talk about it maybe with a bit of a whisper. I noticed that when I posted my quote about we settle because we don't think we can get what we really want, so we settle for whatever we think we can get, and I noticed several responses had to do with relationship, and one of my readers wrote, I know that I settled for an abusive relationship that I'm just now getting out of. And other people wrote, I know that I settled for less than I really wanted. And while those are good realizations, they also are very shame-based. And I would like to avoid that because it isn't helpful to shame yourself about your decisions or your choices, especially those that occur in the past. But here's what's really behind settling. Allow ourselves to receive far less than our potential and certainly far less than what we say we actually want. And as I said earlier, we say we want something, and then we realize the transformation is going to be far greater and far more encompassing than we thought, so we stop the process. Just like my business coaching client who was ready to step out into the world of sports broadcasting, and he had this popular video podcast, and he could have gotten sponsorships and money, and he had all kinds of things that he wanted to do, until he realized that he was going to become known. He was going to become famous. His friends wouldn't look at him the same way anymore. He wouldn't be able to do some of the things that they did because he would now be a public figure. And he decided the cost of that was a price he was not willing to pay. But the real reason for our settling or being willing and even almost gladly willing to accept less than what we want is because deep in our hearts, we don't believe we deserve to have the full expansion, the full manifestation of whatever it is we're asking for. So when you want a wonderful relationship with a fabulous partner, so you settle for someone who is just okay and who doesn't really make you happy. And at the foundation of this is the fear that there's nothing else, that this is as good as it gets. This is it. If we don't take this, then nothing else is going to come behind it. So we need to take whatever's in front of us, try and make the best of it and not complain because there's nothing else. And this is one of the reasons, probably one of the main reasons and one of the most hidden reasons why we settle. Not because we can't manifest. This isn't anything about manifesting as much as it is about receiving, about our allowing ourselves to have and to allow ourselves to have something that, as I said earlier, is way beyond the confines of our comfort zone, but also that puts us in an entirely different Paradigm in an entirely different place in our life. First, we have to align our beliefs with our intention. Now, a lot of people say, Oh, you know, you create an intention and then that's it, it just manifests. And that is so untrue because intention really creates, as I teach, the energy container for energy to flow into. But then you have to align with that energy and you have to integrate it into your life. What does that mean? One of the examples that I use to teach intention is using the example of a pony. I would love to have a horse. I would think it would be the coolest thing ever to have a horse. But I live in a neighborhood where I can't have a horse in my backyard, even though I have a fairly large backyard. Horses are considered livestock. So if somebody knocked up my front door and I answered it and they'd said, congratulations, Jennifer, you just won a horse. The first thing I would think would be, well, that's nice. The second immediate thought that would arise would be, what the heck am I going to do with a horse? Because I have no place to keep a horse. And horses require a lot of care. There's the veterinary bills, there's stabling, there's feeding, there's exercising, there's tack, there's all kinds of expenses associated with a horse. I'm not really prepared to integrate that in my life right now. So in order for us to understand the full scope of settling and what it really means, we need to look at all of its components. There's the vision. There's the setting of the intention. There's the creation of the manifestation effort that starts that ball rolling. We want to create something different. We want to manifest something. And then we get to a certain point. And we go, okay, stop right there. This is where I have to stop. And maybe we're halfway. Maybe we're a third of the way. Maybe we're a quarter of the way to what we thought was our end goal. But we have to look at how our beliefs support our intention. Because if we have an intention and we don't have the beliefs that support it, it's like having a car with no gasoline. It simply is not going to work. Your beliefs power your intention. So if you don't have the beliefs that support the intention, you're not going to be able to get to the next step, which is once it starts to manifest the alignment and the integration of the energy. Alignment means just that aligning, being aligned in line with the energies. And the other is integration, how you fit that into your life. And when you realize, as my client with the lottery ticket did, that oh, if I win the lottery, my mother's going to want half. Ooh, I don't want to give her half. But I don't want to have to have that conversation. I don't want to tell her. So I just won't win the lottery. That way, I don't have to deal with a situation that I actually don't want to deal with. And we do this all the time. So the deeper, darker reason that you sabotage your efforts, that you settle for far less, that you don't allow your intention to unfold into something truly wonderful, is because of the belief that doesn't support it. And that belief is something like, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve anything better than this. I'm not going to be able to create anything else. Or something that I hear from clients occasionally, well, this is what the universe gave me, so I need to make the best of it which is completely untrue. Sometimes we receive something and it's our lesson to look at it and go, "Mm, you know, this is not what I wanted. It's nowhere close. So no, thank you. I'm going to pass. I'll wait for the next one. So settling is not just about manifestation. It's not just about giving yourself less or stopping the process because this is as good as it gets. Or you settle because you don't think that you can do anything else, that there's anything else available And you settle for what you think you can get because you just don't believe that you can have what you really want. Those are all part of it. And we need to look at all of these components to not only understand settling, but to realize that there are times when we do it for a good reason. We're not ready for the change. We're not ready for the fullness of the change we want to manifest. There's a cost and there's a price we don't want to pay. There are things we don't want to do or we're just not ready for them and we need to honor that so that we don't guilt and blame and shame ourselves for not manifesting more in our lives than we're truly ready to manifest because there'll always be another chance, there'll always be another time and the next time we'll have the benefit of the experience of limitation and of sabotaging our efforts and of settling And then we have a foundation to make a different choice. Settling isn't something we should shame ourselves over. It's our way of reconciling what we want with what we're willing and ready to achieve. And while we may have big dreams, the reality space we have to fit them into and the energy container we currently possess just aren't ready for it. We can always try again later when we can expand our view of our potential align with the beliefs we need to integrate that potential, and then allow it to happen. In the meantime, settling is how we allow just enough of our dreams to keep us moving forward. And that's okay, because in the famous words of Scarlett O'Hara, tomorrow is another day. We will always have opportunities to expand into new potentials. And we have to make the same choices. We will look at the temptations to settle, are we willing to meet the cost and are we willing to pay the price? Do we fear the rejection by the people in our lives more than we want the change? And sometimes, very often, that answer is yes. We don't want to be alone. We don't want to be without the people that we see as our support group or our geeps. So we will put their needs first, but really we're putting our needs first. We'll say we're putting their needs first, but we're really putting our own needs first. Our need for approval, our need for acceptance, our need for belonging and for acknowledgement, whether that is you agreeing to a relationship that you know is not good for you, that you know is not going to end well, that's not right for you, or agreeing to change your mind about something or not take a decision about something that you know you want to do anyway. It's a very tight balance between what you want to create in your life and what somebody else needs or wants for you. And then if we're not ready to align with the transformation, we will find every single reason to not allow it to happen. We'll find excuses, we'll find broken spots, or we'll create broken places we will somehow sabotage our own efforts and for no other reason than we're just not ready to align with the new potential and we're not ready to integrate it into our lives and that's okay because we'll have another chance at some other time and we'll be more ready this time or not and we'll have a chance to choose again and this time maybe we won't settle maybe we'll settle for something different. We need to look at settling in the right context and in terms of our transformation, our potentials, our growth, our self-awareness. Settling really is the indicator of whether we're ready for expansion, we're ready for a new potential or not. And sometimes we are and sometimes we aren't and that's okay. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.